0: Listening to another powerful message from C3 Southwest Washington. We are so excited you're here with us, and we believe God has more in store for you.
1: Uh, today's a special day. We have uh, today's Intern Sunday. We have our C3 interns that meet every Tuesday night. We have a great team uh, of, of uh, interns. We'll be adding to that. to will talk a little bit more about that. Um, at the, end of the, at the end of their messages. But we work on all sorts of training and study and prayer and projects. Um, and one of the things that we try to train them to do is to speak. It's important to be able to speak in a public setting or one-on-one with a friend or at times teaching a small class and at times speaking to a larger audience like you today. And so our team has done excellent in preparing and planning, and some of them have already been involved quite a bit on the platform, and today will be a continuation of that. Uh, I'll say a little bit more at the very end, but we're really proud of uh, Kim and Chance and Abby and our other interns, they're going to be the ones who are speaking today, and we're excited about having them come. Give Kim a big hand as she makes her way up to the platform. And I, I'll introduce Kim, Kim will introduce Chance, Chance will introduce Abby. He doesn't know many details about her, so it'll be a shot in the dark. But Kim, welcome to the platform. Uh, Kim is one, all of them are stars, but one of the stars in the class. Uh, there's been like significant growth in everybody's life. And one of the big things about getting on the platform for Kim and speaking in general, she's an excellent communicator, but this, this whisper in her ear that you don't really have anything to share that's going to be valuable to anybody out there. And that will cause the nerves to really rise up and be insane. But she's recognizing what that is. It's a lie. It's a lie. And she does have great stuff to share that God has put within her life. And she models Christ in a a phenomenal way. And so welcome to the pulpit. And you already already have your own microphone. Give Kim a big hand.
2: Thank you, guys. I want to say I'm actually kind of having a little bit of fun. So um, I was sitting down there this morning. I said earlier um, that that I'm not feeling just overwhelmed with nerves. And then I was sitting there a minute ago and kind of having the nerves. And um, I have to pray uh, more often than I care to admit sometimes um, that that is not from God. That's from the enemy. And I have to cast that out all the time. So um, God has so much more for me beyond that. And if I have to throw that off every few seconds that's what i have to do until i get to the other side so um today i'm super excited to share with you guys we're going to all talk about the holy spirit i'm going to talk about pressing into the holy spirit um One thing I didn't know, probably until Pastor Steve said it, was that there's two specific parts to following Christ. One of them is accepting Christ and saying, I agree today, I make the commitment, I'm going to follow you, I'm going to wash myself um, with a baptism, I'm going to hang it all up and just follow you, God. But there's a separate part that isn't always simultaneous, where we're filled with the Holy Spirit. And so that's what I get to talk about today. And for me, it wasn't simultaneous. And so I think um, growing up in the church, that was a little different for me. Um, What I like to think of is that if I was a religion salesperson and I had two different things that I was trying to sell, like, well, you could believe this or you could be the kind of Christian that I am. The Holy Spirit is what would sell the package for me because I don't just have to trust what was written in the Bible so many years ago. I have interaction. I have power. I have a source to plug into. I know that there's something on the other side of these words. I feel it. It recharges me, and I know what to do with that. So we get to talk about that today, and I'm super excited. So uh, the Bible teaches us that the Holy Spirit is omnipotent, which is all-powerful. So Micah 3.8, I am full of power by the Spirit of the Lord. Oh, I love that. Uh, Psalm 139.7, Where there shall I go? Where there shall I flee from thy presence? So the spirit is all around us. It's just we need to tap into that Um have you ever worked with someone that just seems like they are in the light and you feel that you are in the darkness and everything they do turns to roses and everything that you do does not (laughs) I won't name anyone by name but I did work with a gal like that and it just everything she did she just was loved by everyone and um, and as I was thinking about talking today um, she was able to tap into that power that power went everywhere with her and it's here for all of us it is all around us all the time we just have have to tap into it. So, um, like I said, being raised in the church, I just remember growing up thinking, I want to do this. What you know, give me more of this, whatever it is. And if there was, um, if there was a potluck in the fellowship hall, and we had to set up chairs or put away, or if there was a new class for kids or any kind of group or anything, I was all in. I just, I loved everything about it, and I wanted to be in it. But I didn't really walk in into a change. I didn't have an experience before that I came in and had a change. So I didn't really um, have that full. experience experience and it was as my life um, things kind of collected and uh, my Experiences became tough, Um, I had needs to to plug into the Holy Spirit and to see what I would experience other people around me. They were raising their hands and something was happening. And I've shared with you guys before, I felt like they looked really crazy and they looked really silly. And why did they get dressed up nice for church and then come and look funny, looking, praising their hands, uh, raising their hands and praising God? And so it changed for me. The more that I came to church, I was like, I want what they have. And then it changed to me like... um, Uh, I want to not care what you guys think that I look like because I want what you have. And so that's what my experience was. And it wasn't that I hadn't followed God. It wasn't that I wasn't doing what I was reading or listening. It was that I was... I was, I had my plug-in and it was headed to the socket, but it wasn't plugged in. It was ready to go. So, um, in our internship, we get extra credit for props, right? Pastor Steve. Yep. So I got some props. (laughs) So, um, as a baby Christian, I didn't have any kind of a cell phone, right? And then I came in in my first experience with the Holy Spirit, um, I got a little phone. It was so fun to watch, uh, my daughter Katie play with this. She's like, Oh, excuse me, I'm getting a phone call, and puts her antenna up, Hello. Um, <laughs> so, my cell phone initially couldn't do much, but it was like a muscle that I had to practice it, right? And then eventually, um, I could send a text, uh, get a little carpal tunnel, but I had to press each button time by time. And, um, and then, uh, let's see, gotta read my notes here. Um, in the push book, which I have, Dr. Uh, Pastor Jurgen Metisius, he prays about how he was in... Um I can't think of where it was. He was in uh, New Zealand, and he was at a kids' conference, and it was his last day, and he got to go to sleep in his own bed and then be able to urge so that he could fly home and sleep in his own bed. And God kept waking him up, and he kept waking up just because a foot was out of the covers, and he was so cold. But he woke up multiple times, and um, God told him, so like level 10 of being plugged into the spirit, God told him, you need to pray. And so he prayed for five minutes, and God was like, this is not a five-minute deal you got to keep praying. And so he prayed and prayed. And by the time he was done, it was almost two hours. And God had told him, you're paying, you're praying today for the plane that you're flying home on. And when he got to the airport, I'm going to read you what happened. Um, They said that uh, we apologize for the delay, but we have to remove the plane from the gate and we're going to bring in a new plane. There was some problem with the engine, but just as the engines were fired up, boom! One of the engines completely erupted into flames. Fire trucks arrived to put the put out the blaze. Um, so he, his, his. Uh, Nokia cell phone um, starting to plug into God was at an advanced level and it's okay if my level today maybe looks like a Nokia phone but God is always building me into that bigger um, connection so that he can act. There's something happening at the other end of that and I want to be where God wakes me up and says today the trajectory of your day is going to change because we're going to do it together right here. Um, So what that looks like Uh, So many different ways. Uh, Meditation, just getting quiet and getting alone with God. Um, After our November fast, I just was really convicted that my first fruits need to be um, my time with God, which is hard for me because I wake up with a burst of energy. Um, I get to be the elderly intern, which is why they let me speak first because I have (laughs) dinner in about 40 minutes. Um, (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) But in the morning, that's my energy burst. And so I wake up and I want to get going. I want to go to the gym. I want to get all that stuff. Done. I don't want to give my first fruits to someone else's um, to someone else's idea for me. I want that time for me. But giving of my first time and just getting quiet with God, praying and reading the Bible, but listening to what He has for me, um, singing, praising, uh, speaking in tongues. That's newer for me. So exciting! Um, it's a it's a different feeling than I've ever had. Asking for the Holy Spirit to fill me asking just saying that out loud saying this is what I want from you in this moment And also fasting Um, in the Bible a lot of fasting is uh, no food. Sometimes it's no water Um, for me uh, Sometimes the most effective fasts are from social media and all the noise around me Um, Whatever it is that keeps me quiet and gets me together with God so um Acts 1.8 says, but you will receive power. So just like Pastor Rowena's verse, that's not saying there's a pretty good likelihood. It says you will receive it when the Holy Spirit comes on you. And you'll be my witnesses telling people about me everywhere in Jerusalem, through Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. So as we further connect with God by being filled with the Holy Spirit, we get to tap into that power and... I came to church feeling totally powerless, feeling super beat down, but not feeling powerful. And being able to know, I, you know, Kim Christensen isn't just someone that puts people in her place and tells people how it is. But when I get to partner with God, I get to have power. That is such a big thing for me, feeling so powerless when I came in here. So ask God for that. Um, even this new cell phone, I think this was Shane's, I took it. Um it doesn't do anything because we it's not charged anymore. it's a, It was a great phone, but it doesn't even have a charger. It has no service to it. And now my phone uh, even has a picture of my dog on there. I can book flights from there. Um, there's There's so much that I can do, but I can have the same thing and not be plugged in and it doesn't do anything. So um, that's all I got for you guys. Please join me in welcoming Chance, the Birthday Boy.
3: Hello, um, I'm going to look fancy and do all my, look like I'm organizing. You ever like see those pastors and they get up on stage and oh, I have their Bible and everything and they're, oh yeah, they just look ready. Um, I got my one paper. <laughs> um, so thank you guys for coming. Uh, thank you, Pastor Steve and Rowena for the opportunity to be here um, and for the, for the internship, honestly. Just been super powerful. you guys are the best leaders I could have ever asked for in my life so. um, Speaking of internship, I just like to kind of tell a story on kind of how that happened um, mostly because of Abby uh, she's kind of <laughs> pushed it on me, but um <laughs> she had mentioned it to me, and I was very. Like, okay, yeah, supportive, very, like, ready to support Abby in it, and uh, then she's like, well, I want you to do it, too. And she said it like that, too. Um, (laughs) And at first, I was like, oh, I don't know. I have no clue. Like, I'm just, like, I'm still pretty new, too. Like, I wasn't really um, pressed in a ton. so." Also, wasn't very financially ready for it. Um, But she just kept pushing it on me, which (laughs) it was not just her. It was also the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit can talk through other people. Um, So when I was kind of getting ready, I was like, okay, I think I'm going to do this. Well, I am just so thankful that I did it. Because not only am I like I'm also doing financially better, even though it's a financial burden on me, but you know, it's just turn as Abby would say, turns out. It's just Jesus for you. Um, <laughs> just Jesus. Um, but yeah, it's just there's been so many blessings on like just trusting what the Holy Spirit has just given to me and trusting in him on my walk and in my journey. Um, so that's what I'm talking about. Is, it's called Taking Action. That is the title of my message. Um, i just like to leave you with a verse here. Psalms 23.1. The Lord is my shepherd. I have what I need. I love that verse. Um, when I was like trying to decide whether or not I was going to do this or not, it was like, okay, what do I need? And so I looked at this verse, Psalms 23.1. The Lord is my shepherd, I have what I need. Okay, I I got God. I got God on my side all the time, and that is all I need. He will give me what I need. He has everything that I need already, and he already promised it to me. Something... But, like, how do we hear the Holy Spirit, right? So through other people like Abby. Um, And something last week that Pastor Rowena and Valerie were talking about, um, just listening for the Holy Spirit. Um, And I just wanted to kind of add on to that, like listening to the Holy Spirit and knowing it's the Holy Spirit. I've had some people that I've known that think they've heard something from God And then I'm like, well, I don't think that really aligns. It's not, you know, when Jesus is talking to you, it's not going to contradict his actual word. It's not going to contradict the Bible. The Bible is God's word, right? Um, And it's, you know, it's just not going to do that. So that means, um, well, sorry, I'll move on here. Um so how some how do some people hear the Holy Spirit? Uh so for me during when during internship it was through Abby. It was through somebody else. Um sometimes it's through prayer and fasting. Uh one night I was in my bed and I had a really bad migraine and I was just praying and praying, and God's like, Well, I have something for you. And I was getting really mad. I will say, like, I was really mad that I had this migraine and I was praying and it wasn't going away. And then, so I was like, okay, finally. And I just sat there and I just started giving thanks. And then something new happened. Started speaking little weird languages. And I was really confused. And I was like, oh, that's why. That's what was happening. So sometimes it's through prayer, sometimes it's through fasting. Um, Uh, Sometimes it's through worship. Uh, We were sitting this morning in worship and like uh, just my mom was like, oh, this is this is good. Like I feel something Um, sometimes it's through reading God's word or a spiritual book. um, Like when I was talking about Psalms 23 one, that was something that spoke to me through the situation that I was in. And then sometimes it's a message that speaks to you. Um, if you were coming here to learn about how the Holy Spirit speaks to you, and then this message comes up, that's not from me, or that's not from Pastor Steve, that's from the Holy Spirit. Um, I don't really know what you're thinking. Pastor Steve doesn't know what you're thinking. It's not like he called you up and was like, hey, I need something to preach about. What's going on in your life this week? (laughs)
2: That would be
3: good. Right. Um, so, yeah, those are just a few ways. There's more, I'm sure. And there's just a few ways that just the Holy Spirit can talk to you and speak to you. Um, so, then once you hear those things, what what's the next step? Some people get stuck at, like, they hear God's word, but they just kind of like, okay. And they just let it happen. They just want to see what happens. So, one thing that I will give you advice on here is uh, just taking action after you hear what the Holy Spirit has given to you. Just to actually take hold of it and go with it. And read scripture over your life. Um, Psalms 23, 1. The Lord is my shepherd. I have what I need. God gives you something to do. He's going to be with you every single step of the way. Um, so just kind of taking action here, a few ways you can do that, uh, asking a trusted leader in the church. Um, I meet with pastor Steve every once in a while and I just try to bring him like, okay, here's what I need. This is what I'm going through. Here's what the Holy spirit is saying. Sometimes he'll even be like, Hey, I don't really know what to do with this. Here's somebody that does. So that's my next point, is somebody that has the same experience. Asking somebody who has the same experience yeah. in that situation. Um, and then prayer and fasting. To pray about it yeah. and to fast with it. Like, just to have clarity over it. It'll it'll bring you more power and confidence that that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, so I kind of already talked about my internship story. Um and then, so I just want to kind of leave you here with some, some uh, verses. Romans fifteen thirteen. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit you may abound in hope. Um, let me read that again. Sorry, Romans fifteen thirteen. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit you may abound in hope. So when God gives you these things to do, he's at, He's asking you to take him into into your life so that you can be filled with those things in that situation because the Holy Spirit is there with you. Right. Right. So my call to action for you guys today is to just really take a hold of what God is putting on your life and to just roll with it. Just kind of see where it takes you. Get advice. That's my number one thing is, like, get advice on things. I went through a moment in my life where I was, like, I was not doing good, and I did it all by myself. And, man, that wrecked me. I do not condone that. (laughs) That is not the right way to do it. Take advice from your trusted leaders, trusted leaders in the church, strong-willed people that will give you the right advice. So at this time, I'd like to welcome the most beautiful speaker, (laughs) Abby Mowry.
0: Good job. Yay. Okay, I actually do have to. Move my papers around. <laughs> I may have overprepared. Anyways, how are you guys doing? We need a little moment to shake it off. Get ready. Just one more. Gotta hang in there. So I am so honored and excited. Thank you, Pastor Steve and Pastor Rowena, for this opportunity. Super cool. I have loved the last two messages. Great job. So good. Honestly, I feel like I don't even have to speak because you guys kind of all just took all my points. But it's okay. It's been really cool because all morning throughout the beginning from Jaleese welcoming us, there's been things where it's like, no, nope, that's, nope, that's right there. Oh, that's right there. And I'm like, it's so God. It's so God saying this is, this is right. So today I'm going to be talking about intentionally filled uh, the idea of being intentional is really important to me. I My number one love language is quality time. I love spending time with people and that intentional thought behind things or that time together, that's really important to me. And I love it so much because God is so intentional in everything and especially in his creation and his creation of us. So I love what Chance said about how we should be reading scripture over our life. So I want to just read a good chunk of scripture over you guys just to kind of showcase how intentional God is. And so this comes out of Psalms 139. It's going to be verses 1 through 8 and then 13 through 16. So it says, Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know when I sit down. You know when I stand up. You understand my thoughts from far away. You observe my travels, my rest, and you are aware of all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you know all about it, Lord. You have encircled me. You have placed your hand on me. This wondrous knowledge is beyond me. It is lofty. I am unable to reach it. Where can I go to escape your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to heaven, you are there. And if I make my bed in Sheol, you are there. For it was you who created my inward parts. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I will praise you because I have been remarkably and wondrously made. Your works are wondrous and I know this very well. My bones were not hidden from you when I was made in secret. When I was formed in the depths of the earth, your eyes saw me when I was formless. All my days were written in your book and planned before a single one of them began. If that doesn't make you feel loved, I don't know what does. (laughs) God loves us so much. And I love the fact that he's so intentional with us and it means that we get to be intentional with him. God created us intentionally because he wanted to have an intentional relationship with us. He didn't just create us to send us out the door and be like, okay, let me know when you need me. He sent us out the door and said, I'm coming with you, which is so good. And so, and I think it was the first message of the series we're in the pneumatic believer pastor steve was talking about this idea of a power tool and like how the holy spirit is how like a air compressor and before we have the holy spirit we can have a hammer and we can be trying to nail in all these nails and it just takes so long and so much effort and you're trying to do it all in your own strength but then when you use an automatic nail gun that's hooked up to an air compressor it just takes the push of your finger on a trigger Just that super simple. And that idea is the Holy Spirit is that air compressor. And I loved this imagery, even though I'm not a huge tool kind of gal. But I thought it was great. I thought this was really cool. And something that was standing out to me in this is that the fact that you have to choose to set the hammer down and pick up the nail gun. You have to make that intentional decision to stop functioning in your own strength and start functioning with the Holy Spirit. Galatians 5.25 says, if we live by the Spirit, let us also keep in step with the Spirit. We're supposed to live by the Spirit. We're supposed to live with the Spirit. And that means knowing Him. That means having that intentional relationship with Him. Pastor Steve also talked about in one of his um, messages from this last whole chunk was about the imagery of a doormat. And I love this because there were so many different interpretations that I heard from people of what stood out to them. But for me, I loved this idea that we put out a doormat, like in front of your front door, and it can say like, welcome, or go away, or eh, eh. And that's what we kind of do for the Holy Spirit. And so we can put out a doormat that says welcome, and we can welcome the Holy Spirit in, but then we can just turn around and walk away, and we ignore him, and he's just kind of standing there. And, like, that, that's weird, right? Like, you don't just welcome somebody into your house and be like, okay. And then they're just, like, chilling in your foyer waiting for you to come back. So... I love this idea because we need to welcome the Holy Spirit and then have an intentional relationship with Him, inviting Him into our house, inviting Him into our life. And so, John four twenty four says that God is spirit, and those who worship Him must worship Him in spirit and in truth. Verse probably sounds familiar. Shout out Jalees, <laughs> but um, yes, like God is spirit, and. In order to know Him and to worship Him, we have to do that in spirit, which means we have to have that intentional relationship with Him. So being intentional with God is so, so important, especially the Holy Spirit. I think this last point has been something I've kind of struggled with personally, just like I can invite the Holy Spirit in and then I still try to do everything on my own and my own strength. And I'm learning this year especially that I need to surrender it all and just have him walk with me, that I don't have to be by myself, that I don't have to function in my own strength, that I can have him there next to me. So going deeper into that intentional spirit. Um, I have a few more minutes. I'm going to tell you a little story. So <laughs> during spirit night, uh, if you guys were there, phenomenal night. So good. So good. Yes. That night... If you guys weren't serving on the team or whatever, you probably don't know that there was weeks of preparation that went into that. And not necessarily for, like, the music or the slides or whatever, but spiritual preparation of all of us serving, of all of us singing. We spent a week fasting and praying and getting ready, and it was hard. I'm not going to lie. There was days where I was like, oh, I don't want to do this. (laughs) But to come together that night and just see how intentional that the Holy Spirit just moved through us. Like I, when I started seeing it, I just felt just this, His presence just come over me so strongly. It was like, okay, God, (laughs) like you are here. You are so good. And I just know that that came from me spending intentional time and intentional dialogue with Him, prepping my heart for that, intentionally inviting Him into that space and letting Him lead me. And so my call to action for you guys is to be intentional with the Holy Spirit. Spend some time with him. Invite him into each and every part of your day. You don't have to wait until something's going bad or you can't focus or you need him. You can invite him in everything. Spend that intentional time. And so right now, we're going to practice this. We're going to put it in a little practice. Um, We're going to spend a few moments praying together, and I want you all, before we pray, to just intentionally invite the Holy Spirit into your heart and just commit to him saying, I'm going to spend this next 30 seconds praying with you, listening to you, and we are just going to do this. So if you guys all want to just bow your heads, we're going to pray out loud. It doesn't have to be super loud or anything, but just that practicing of spending that intentional time with him. So. Holy Spirit, I just thank you to be here in this house, Lord, to be here with your people, God. God, I pray that just you will speak to your people in this moment. People have maybe not ever had that intentional relationship with you, God, that that can change, Lord, that God, people can experience you, that they can just know you are there, that they can know that you just love them, and you want that intentional relationship with them, Lord. God, I thank you just for the gift of your Holy Spirit that we get to have him reside within us, that our body is a temple to him. I just thank you, Lord. You are so good. Holy Spirit, I pray that you just speak to people in this moment, that you reveal some things that need to be revealed, that you tear off some lies that need to be torn off. God, I just thank you in your mighty, wonderful name. Amen.
1: Great Pastor job, Stevens. Abigail Mowry. Great job, uh, Kim Christensen and Chance um, Stenerson. And I'm so proud of. Oh, I took. A, I would. I didn't do it right. Ah, stereo. Okay. Um, <laughs> squirrel. Uh, um, I so appreciate our interns. All three of them did a fantastic job. And that's um, public speaking. And there's, you know, it's it's a, can be a really challenging thing. But they've grown so much in this area. And I appreciate them for that. But what I'm more excited about is the growth in their personal lives. Uh, How they pray has shifted, their effectiveness in prayer, um, how they interact. Um, Alana's also one of our interns. I know she's serving back in kids' church today. Uh, The shift in her, just significant, like, wow. Uh, We come in every week for internship, and there's like seven of us typically in the room, but it's somebody's birthday that week. (laughs) every week. And she does, I have to wear a party hat the entire time together. Uh, when we come together, it's every Tuesday night um, from 5.30 to typically about 8. Uh, we have a meal together. That, uh, part of the internship paying, you know, covers that meal. We're able to enjoy a uh, meal together. We talk about what happened last Sunday in our gathering, most of all of them are involved in ministry on some level, and so we talked through that. So this this Tuesday night, one of the first things that we'll do while we eat, we'll talk about Jalees, her presentation today, and, and what it meant to us, and maybe some improvements, but some affirmation on, wow, that's a really good word, and we'll make our way through, and I'll make some jokes about Chance's jeans, <laughs> take up an offering to get a pair that's not tore, and... It'll paint me out as an old man and he knows that I'm just saying I love you. That's all that dialogue is about. We'll go down through and we'll, we'll do some tweaking, but we'll celebrate some of the wins. And then we'll talk about some other things, people in the church, somebody who got prayed for. Um, we, want, we want our interns to be able to see that they're, they're not in this because they feel like someday I'm going to pastor a church. It's not Internship is I'm here to build the house and I want to be more effective. That's what it's for. It's not for beginners who don't know anything. I don't even know how to read my Bible yet, but it is for people who want to build the house and it's regardless of age. I mean, I would recommend that you're probably in your senior year of high school or older, but this is not just for 20 year old people. And, you know, I'd recommend if you're in your 60s and you want to be able to go through. But again, it's not a discipleship class. It is a leadership training class. And so um, it won't be for everybody. It's got to fill out an application and sign up and be approved. It might be that you want something deeper and interns is not the deeper thing. It's maybe a different avenue, but, but you know, want to help people to move forward in their experience and specifically people who are gonna help to build the local church. Uh, it's a great program for those people. Uh, while we do meet on Tuesday nights, and sometimes we have a guest teacher come in, sometimes we're looking at C3 College. Uh, many times we're, uh, we're in a study right now where we've been looking at uh, bibliology. Like, where did the Bible come from? How is it supernatural? Why is it the book that's above all books? How can we prove that it's God's Word? Because we want, as leaders in the church, to be armed and confident. The Word of God is the Word of God. Amen. And while times and cultures change, God's word stands and it is unchanging. But as we believe in it, it has the power to help us to navigate through any culture that we're in. And so we studied something like that. We took one class and we actually talked about how to appropriately leave a church. If you ever leave a church, there were a lot of jokes going on while I was teaching this class. Oh, well, I might be using this today. Ah." And, uh, but also as leaders to help people to navigate out of a church. Because man, I, in American culture, that's a nightmare sometimes, the way people leave a church. And, and you know what, the, the, the sad part of that is, the debris field that you create in leaving, you carry that into the new place you go. You, do, you really do. In fact, we deal with it on the receiving end sometimes, and we wanna help people. Uh, churches are not like a marriage. It's not for all of life until death do we part, but it is a family. And if, if you're called away to some other place, we wanna help you to transition well out of here into that place so that you just carry the favor of God. The good things that have been built in your life here you can fully be blessed and carry them on into the next place that you go into. But man, if you send a nasty email at the end of 15 years and think you're gonna go off and start a brand new thing over here, that's a, it don't work that way, you know? And so yes, it's in a class like that. We spend the time to talk that through and to be able to help the team, not only if they ever do leave, but to help others who may in their leadership leave, help them to navigate well forward. Uh, so we, t- we talk about all kinds of stuff like that. So uh, if you're more, you're interested in joining uh, the second half of the year, you can see me afterwards. Maybe if you have a few questions, uh, we can get you signed up. That onboard's in uh, the ju- first of July. And um, Behind the scenes, we have you on a daily Bible reading program. There's a book that we're always reading. We take about six weeks to read a new book that's ministry related. We have projects going on. Every week, one of our interns will come in and do a devotional, a teaching, about 15 minutes for everyone in the room. So there's speaking every single week. And then projects that we do all the time. So if you're interested in that, please see me afterwards.
2: Thanks for
0: being with us today. Be sure to like and subscribe and visit us at C3SWWA.com for more information about our church.